0: Episode of Nurturing Wellbeing with Kurt Kelly. I'm bringing a young man in that I just love. He is a fantastic young leader and he is leading our One Voice Impact. His name is John Watson. Uh, I met him several years ago and just fell in love with him and his personality, but it's been great to watch him grow and mature. He's going to come on today and talk about our Foster Youth Voice Month, which is in, starting October 4th to November 4th. And uh, he's going to talk about some of the events and things that we're going to do, how we're going to get a lot of our folks involved in it, but how we're also going to be investing and working with our youth and giving them their voice to be able to talk to leaders at the Capitol, leaders in our communities. You know, what's really exciting is to watch how when we invest in youth's lives, how it changes them and develops them and they become the next great citizens. With all that, I hope you enjoy this episode of Nurturing Well-Being. John, before we get started, I want you to tell us a little bit, because the reason we're having this episode today is to talk about Foster Youth Voice Month. And so I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about that. Welcome, buddy.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Mr. Kirk Kelly. I'm so excited to be here. Um, and yeah, I would love to talk a little bit about Foster Youth Voice Month. We're really excited to get this kicked off. We're hoping to really spend the month um, focusing on our foster youth, similar to how we have you know a month for foster parents and adoptions and whatnot. We really felt like it was important to uh, have a, a month to really celebrate our youth and the accomplishments they've achieved. Um, so with uh, One Voice Impact, we're really planning to spotlight a lot of our young adults and, and uh, youth in the system and also aging out as well. Because we have a lot of great success stories here in Florida, and I think uh, it's really important for the art professionals to hear them and and understand the impact they're able to make.
0: I hope that uh, as people are hearing about this, they're going to begin to figure out ways that they can engage this and engage. We have a great population of this across the state, and so uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell us how to do that.
1: Absolutely. And we're really looking at our lead agencies, Um, as you know, we have a very great model here in Florida where we're able to delegate a lot of the work to um, representative districts um, and or judicial districts. But, you know, they're representative areas and they can represent their youth um, and their communities in the best interest of um, our youth in care. So we're really looking to uh, not just provide a platform for youth to be recognized on a statewide level. We're also hoping to really trickle that down to our community levels. Um, and give our community-based care lead agencies the information and um, tools that they need to really recognize their youth. Um, we provide several trainings um, with One Voice Impact um, monthly, and also uh, we have meetings statewide with organizations from across the state um, involved in child welfare. So uh, we're really going to try to hone down and, again, like I said, go back to those agencies and let them know the accomplishments of some of their youth, um, and hopefully they can really tout those around and, and really um, become champions for their for their successes.
0: You know, you have a good group of folks that sort of uh, nucleus at one voice impact that, uh, I know, I know the folks there in Brevard. Now you've had a unique group of folks that have come out of Brevard. Brevard's done a marvelous job. I know that's your hometown. In fact, I actually saw your, uh, your program. I think that was done by Giamat, uh, on forever families. They did a whole thing on your, your story, which I thought was very, very touching. You did a great job in that, but it's amazing to see the folks out of Brevard, uh, and, and uh, how you've uh, worked in that area uh, but now you're trying to move this across the state and we think that sense of of uh, camaraderie and community that comes with folks that are having shared uh, shared experiences And then as they have those shared experiences, shared life experiences, you have a a certain gravitas that you can be able to talk to folks that are making policy or people who want to help. And I think that's why uh, I think this Youth Voice Month, as we're looking at it, uh, being able to show our folks how to, our youth, how to rightly put their voice together, uh, you know, this is a difficult world that we're in this the uh, the child welfare arena and I I tell folks that uh, it's it sounds nice and there's a lot of nice things happening but there's also a lot of trauma that's taken place and a lot of pain that's gone through and what we're trying to help folks is be able to talk that experience without lashing out and without you know and out speaking to power but actually learning how to have a conversation with folks who make good decisions and make policy decisions and right. so forth so i i'm excited that the the team that the team that you work with is pretty close knit you have some really good folks there, and I know that Dr. Elizabeth Winter and uh, Brandy McCabe are just knocking it out of the park with One Voice Impact and helping you do some stuff. Let's get into a little bit about some of the uh, some of the events or uh, ways that somebody could engage this month. Uh, I do believe there's going to be a specific thing that the governor is going to sign. Right. I think that that's all in play to take place. Um, talk to us a little bit about some of the ways that, uh, somebody would hear about this, would want to get involved.
1: Absolutely. Um, and I'm glad you brought up that, that, uh, proclamation that I definitely want to touch on, um, when we get the chance, cause we're really excited about that as well. Um, but One Voice Impact is really a youth voice movement, um, is, is, is the title that we like to use. Um, we really like to engage youth and professionals together in, in a lot of our, um, uh, events and trainings and things like that. So typically in a month we have, um you know, one to two trainings that we offer with our child professionals and youth. Uh, I believe next month, um, we're gonna be having one on legislative advocacy where we really start to gear up our young leaders and professionals as well as they, uh, you know, we're leading into our session and committee weeks and whatnot, really how to advocate with legislature. Um, because one thing that I think really distinguishes One Voice Impact from other statewide initiatives is that we really facilitate and then not facilitate, but we, are, we really encourage that local level engagement because in the communities, that's where you can really see that change. Um, of course, you know you will need a statewide presence, and, and that's why we're involved um, in legislature as well. But we really see the impactful changes being made in your communities with your youth councils working in conjuncture with your professionals. So uh, we really like to kind of instill that belief, um, and again, shift perception about uh, our foster youth because former, current, and former foster youth are just youth. Uh, you know, they like you said, they have trauma just like any young person um, growing up in, in a, you know, even in a perfect household, there's still traumatic experiences those people go through, but they just have a different support system. Um, so, you know, our youth are still youth just with a steeper climb. Um, so we like to provide, not again, like I said, the trainings, but also opportunities to connect on uh, social media. Um, I, I'm sure you know, our one of our uh, One Voice Impact uh, members, uh, she is now, she was an intern with me as well. Now she is our um, youth engagement specialist. She does a fantastic job with our social media. Um, she I, she told me that she has like group chats with some of our youth that are involved in our network, you know, just really keeping them engaged and connected. Um, of course, we also offer um, One Voice Impact um, shirts and, and items and things like that, that we send to help people become part of the family. Um, again, we have uh, events, things like that. Uh, I know Rally and Callie, we're going to be having something over there. We're really excited. Um, Selfless Love Foundation also hosts an annual Dream Tank where we give five contestants um, involved in One Voice Impact not only the opportunity to um, take a leadership training through Dale Carnegie, which I'm sure as you know is a very respectable organization, um, but they also get to present uh, their dreams and speak with people to help them further those dreams. So really we're offering lots of activities throughout the year, but in this month we're really trying to again shift that perception, um, hold those monthly meetings to really Focus in on our youth. Again, our Foster Youth Voice Month is really, uh, our goal is to promote what what our youth are doing right, you know? And again, like I said, to shift that perspective, to show them that they're just youth, no different from, you know, you or or anybody else growing up as a young adult.
0: You know, you said that, and I, I like the way you put that, we have a little bit of steeper climb. And uh, and I think that's one of the things that we can all do is is reach down and give you that hand up. Uh, one thing I found out is you guys are not looking for handouts. You're looking to be able to say we want to be productive citizens. We want to be engaged. We want to be respected for uh, what we're working on and what we're speaking. And that's what this I think the the youth voice movement is all about. It's the it's a proper way of of being able to present yourself. Um, listen, hurts and all. Sometimes sometimes we. We can there's nothing wrong with be able to say that we dealt with trauma and 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 so forth but on the other hand it's a way that we are looking to move beyond it and learn from it so that others may not have to go through some of this. And I think that's really strong. I want to I want to back up one thing. You said she was your communication specialist but you didn't give me your name. You are talking about Diamond Whitley. Okay, yeah exactly. So and Diamond Whitley's you if you watch her she just has a infectious smile and is and is a sweet person. Um and I think that that's kind of what we're seeing is we're giving people an opportunity to uh, engage. You know, when I was a, a young person back way, way back, the turn of two centuries ago. Uh, but uh, when I was a young person, I had opportunities to be involved in organizations, 4-H and, you know, things of that nature. And you learn leadership through that. You learn it through making mistakes and, and mentoring and people helping you Uh, and, uh, and I think that's really what one voice impact is doing is helping folks have their lived experience so that they've got this life experience, but they're more than that. And their development and their value and taking, doing the whole Dale Carnegie thing on how to communicate, how to work with one, how to be listened to and how to listen. I think all the things are very valuable. The other thing I wanted to mention, uh, so you see before you folks, a young man, how old are you right now? How how old are you? You're 20. So I must have met you when you had just turned 17. I think, I think it was just about like that. Uh, very, very, uh, mature for the way that you conduct yourself. But I got to tell you, you're, you're, you're a tad bit of a ham because I watched you at the, uh, at the, the dream tank event. And Melissa Peterman, uh, who is a star out of Hollywood, was was hosting the event, and you were the co-host. Actually, I think it's the other way around. I think you yeah. ended up hosting the event, and she was the co-host. She's hilarious. She's on the show Reba. I think a lot of people recognize her. Um, but what you guys did on that was just—I mean, it was—it uh, was funny. It was engaging. And I you know, I, I'm looking forward to where our intentions this year is to bring this before the legislature and let them see some of the stuff on Dream Tank. Dream Tank is more than just a, a show. It's it's getting to look into a person and what drove them and oh, how they're going to take that life lesson and what they would do if they would uh, were selected to receive resources and funds to be able to do some things. And I, I just think that that was, it's a great idea. It's kind of out of the shark tank mentality without the shark. Uh, and, uh, I think that, uh, we're, we're actually working on some stuff. I won't mention it here because I haven't got it settled yet. We're working on some pretty cool stuff that would really be, uh, would be off the chart, but I'm excited about that event. Uh, we'll have that in, uh, January. Uh, with One Voice Impact. I'm excited about this October uh, for uh, for what we're doing with Youth Voice and Foster Youth Voice Month. It's a whole month of celebration. It's a whole month of recognition. And it's a whole month of activities that you're involved in to be able to get uh, youth from around the state. I want to talk to the youth for a second because Nurturing Well-Being with Kurt Kelly, our program, we, we're kind of amazed at how many people are actually watching this. I, maybe I shouldn't be amazed, but I'm excited. And by the way, give me a five on your, your favorite podcast, Apple podcast, whatever. That's a shameless plug, but I'll always I'll always say that. But I got to tell you, um, I I'm hoping that your youth are watching this. And that's why we wanted to have you on there to speak to that that population, if they wanted to get involved, what's the best way for them to reach out to, to someone, to you or whomever, to be able to say, hey, I want to get involved in my area in Jacksonville or or, uh, or Palm Beach or Ocala? Well, how would you do that?
1: That's a great question. And that's something that um, I feel like is, is actually a very difficult question to answer because, um, as I'm sure you know, a lot of our young leaders have a lot on their plate um, and it's very mm-hmm. difficult. You're going to, to balance. this afternoon. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right. Juggle work, school. Things that are going on in your life that you're dealing with because um, of course if you're in care um, but really we we like to offer lots of different ways of course uh typically we have distribution lists through via email and um, we have a very broad one but we can't expect young people to check their emails right so like i said before diamond whitley is our social media she coordinates our social media efforts. um we highly encourage our young adults to go to our social media with this, which is one voice impact with two a's um we're there on instagram facebook uh, I believe we have a TikTok as well, but we're, we're still working on that one. <laughs> uh, but really, uh, if you see our Instagram and our Facebook as well, I know that we have regular highlights of, of young adults across the state. And we really like to showcase them and celebrate them. And then um, while they get connected with us, we invite them to our meetings and, and things that take place. Um, and then once we have their information, we like to get, you know, names, uh, phone numbers, emails, where they're from. And then, of course, we collect addresses as well, to send them, like I mentioned, um, shirts, merchandise, things like that. So. collecting all that information we're able to see where they're from and then um brandy and dr winner do a fantastic job of compiling those into that information and sending it to their local agencies the agencies can reach out um and again like i said those local agencies are you really where you really start to see that change so we i like to consider one voice impact as the network that connects all of our agencies together um, focusing on youth voice.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and you know that as legislators are watching this, uh, one of the things that we're working on this year is to be able to strengthen those youth councils across the state. So if you're a legislator in Jacksonville and you want to know more about your youth council there, we can help you with that. And you can be a part of that. You know, the one thing I, I find from legislators, whether it be House members, Senate uh, members, uh, is that they do care about this issue. And uh, frankly, it's a smart move on their part to put some resources Behind this to support this effort, so that you can become a productive and independent individual in society, uh, and be able to reinvest from your own life experiences, reinvest in other folks. That's really our goal: uh, is to make it so that uh, we help kids that. Uh, like we said, give a hand up uh, in, in that steeper climb, but give them a hand up and a little bit of resources supporting some of the things that we're working on this year goes amazingly a long way. used to be in the past that we would kind of give the negative stuff about 3% of the, the kids that are in foster care will end up graduating from college. Um, I, that may be a national statistic. We're not looking at statistics. We're looking at youth, youth lives. And we want to be able to, uh, to address those lives. And I think Florida, we're uniquely positioned to do some good things there. We have some really good partners in the Capitol. I mean, at the house and the Senate, just some really good folks. And I, uh, frankly, you tell the story better than I do. And that's why I'm excited this year. We were off camera. We were, I won't mention a name, but we were talking about interning, uh, different internships. And I would strongly encourage that. I think that there's some, um, real opportunities for you to be up here and to see how things did. When I was a junior at Florida State, I uh, actually interned at the Capitol. And as soon as I came out and graduated, I ended up being a legislative aide. And that was a good, and it kind of got you, got you going in life. And so I'm looking forward to uh, providing those kind of opportunities for our youth and, uh, and those, especially those that are graduating and so forth. Uh, as, I, as I close out here today, and again, I'll leave it to you. Anything else you want to mention about the month or anything else about One Voice Impact?
1: I think just honestly piggybacking off of what you said about um, our legislature and hearing the voices of our youth, um, something that One Voice Impact really preaches is, is the, uh, the ability to see youth as our organizational assets. You know, there are our youth with lived experience. There are our subject matter experts. Um, and we really just need to give them the platform to elevate their voice. Um, Because with that feedback, we can really make that change that we want to see in the system. And and we like like to see them as partners in the organization and um, with the the community in in creating that change. It's not something that is a one-time thing or a a give and take. It's continuous partnership and collaboration. So um, with that Foster Youth Voice Month, I do want to segue into our proclamation. Um, Last year, we had the opportunity um, to have Governor DeSantis sign a uh, statewide proclamation declaring November 5th of 2020 to be Foster Youth Voice Day. Um, And we are excited that uh, hopefully this year in November 4th, the governor will sign a proclamation declaring November 4th, 2021 um, Foster Youth Voice Day for this year. So we're really excited about that. We want our Foster Youth Voice Month to be October until November leading up to that November 4th date. So it's going to be a month and a couple extra days, but we're really hoping that it'll transition really well into what we have planned. Um, Lots of, I think, surprises are up cooking that I might not be privy to, but I know we're going to have some um, great information, not just on social media, but also through presentations as well. Really celebrating Foster Youth Voice on that day, uh, November 4th.
0: John, what's your major? What, What are you majoring in?
1: Political Science.
0: So maybe one day I'll get to call you, uh, Governor Watson. So, uh, you know, and, 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 and I hope so. I, you know, but uh, I think that the process that you're developing right now, many of the folks that are involved in, in One Voice Impact and what you're doing across the state, uh, is, is the right way to approach this. Uh, and we, um, we, we love for you to have a voice. Uh, we love that it's uh, understand the responsible nature of what, what a voice is all about. There are times when I'm talking to legislators that I want to say things that I know it's not appropriate for me to say. I may feel it, but I can't say it there. There's an appropriateness, uh, but also there's a transparency. And I think that's that's a really great thing that I think you are uh, you guys are learning, that you're involved in. And then the last thing is, I'm going to tell you, you just get a sense of community. I, I, I watch you guys as you all work together. There's a lot of joy. I saw you at the summit last week. I saw a bunch. I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys. I just for a minute got to stop and say hello. In fact, I talked so much at that summit that I lost my voice over the weekend. It was good to see you. And there's that camaraderie and that friendship. And these will be lifelong friendships. And so uh, I'm looking forward to what this population is going to do. I think you have a real good head on your shoulder. I'm, I'm actually thankful for our friendship I think that you, uh, you have a real uh, bright future, you have a humble spirit, but you're also developing that confidence in your communications and so forth, and so I'm really proud of you. You're, you're well beyond your years at, at 20 years old, and I I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to Dream Tank again. I don't know if you're going to be the master of ceremonies again or not, but uh, and I w- I'll tell you off camera who I'm thinking about bringing in. Uh, but uh, it's it's that's going to be a great event. I'm look, we're wanting we're wanting all the legislators to come see it. Well, with that, thank you for for participating today in nurturing well-being. By the way, youth voice is part of that nurturing well-being. This isn't just about child welfare anymore. We're saying, listen, we're, we're more than just the welfare. We want to do what's right for our children, but actually we want them to be developed. I, the word nurturing, and to me, is that it's kind of a I come from an old agricultural background, old farm boy, and you nurture your plants. You nurture, uh, you know. We used to have steers and so forth for shows, and you you develop them, and you de- you know, and that's kind of what we want to do in every aspect of of our our child welfare arena is to help develop them so that they can become the next great citizens. And you're the embodiment of that, and so we're very excited for you. I want you to do well in your classes. I hope you're doing good. So just keep at it, and I look forward. Forward to, to talking with you again. And uh, thank you for joining us today on Nurturing Well Being with Kirk Kelly. Thank you, John Watson. Thank you so much,
1: Mr. Kelly. All
0: right. God bless. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nurturing Wellbeing. This one was a fun one for me. Nurturing Well Being is, is more than just trying to deal with uh, foster issues or, or key problems in the child welfare arena. It's about development. And uh, you get to see it here. This month is an important month for developing youth voice. We hope that you get engaged and we hope you continue to nurture well-being. Listen and subscribe to Nurturing Well-Being with Kurt Kelly for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. You can rate and review. We'd appreciate you giving us a five. Thanks to your support, we can continue to engage with those who serve the children of Florida and continue our mission to support Florida's families.